Welcome to our joint venture with Mind Wars and the Awaken podcast. You'll find Chris on mindwars.uk and he's on Bitchute and Mind Wars. I'm awakeningpodcast.org and Awakening Podcast on Bitchute. How are you this week, Chris? I'm pretty good. Um, much better if, of course, the, the live stream you done with David Ike last Saturday, if it would actually go up and bit you, if bit you was supposed to do what it's supposed to do and um, just make the videos go up, would be great because it goes up, but then it has the process. And in the process, I've been trying it since last Sunday, twice, if not three times every day since, and it hasn't went up. And I see you put yours up this morning, apparently went up first time. First so time, I yeah, but I don't on know my Polish, yeah, my Polish podcast and my speaking podcast on Bitchute, nothing goes up, so I just stopped trying. I don't know, I don't yeah, get it. it. It is very annoying because I know for people who don't actually have their own channel and don't upload videos, you'll probably never notice. You just think it goes like YouTube. It up once you put it onto the system, it uploads, comes up straight away, no problems whatsoever. Bitchute, unfortunately, has troubles, and many, many other uh, people I spoke to are on Bitchute channels as well. They've had the very same problem. It takes so long to upload, and other times in it can go up within ten minutes of you actually trying to put it up. So. Don't know. I'm trying to get off for the last couple of days and um, yeah, it won't go up. So I've tried again this so, morning. So Chris can't get it up. So. Yeah. <laughs> Been trying for five days straight. Not happening whatsoever. <laughs> Blame and bitch you for it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, no, that's yeah, that's. So, so, so I know normally we'd uh, rely on the fire brigade to, you know, like the fire station, the fire people. If, the, you know, if there's a fire, they'll come and, uh, you know. Do what they're quench, doing, quench. Actually. Yeah, 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 but it, things are a bit different these days, aren't they? Yeah, they seem to be because um, I know here in the in the UK they're they're going door to door at the minute. Apparently, there's something behind it that um, they would normally they say I've never heard of it. I talked to a few English people, they've never heard of it either. Saying that they go door to door on a regular basis, maybe once a year or so before obviously COVID started, and to check you know smoke alarms and different things or so in the house, everything's compliant for fire regulations. But now they're not necessarily doing that overall. They, they say they are, but what they're doing is actually on top of it is they're actually going around and the people as they have mentioned themselves who have been sort of you know vaccine hesitancy and all this kind of terminology coming into it that they're now the nhs here has actually passed over to the people who are on the list who haven't been vaccinated or haven't been jabbed and they're passing that over to the fire service now the fire service are calling door to door and anyone who's been hesitant in taking it they're kind of just reassuring them that everything's okay it's safe and effective and um, there's no problem whatsoever so they're not getting a lot of good welcomes for a lot of people and other people are, are saying oh yeah, yeah i got it and that's the, the system's outdated a small bit so interesting the fire services are a desperation now are calling to your door um, is that not a data breach is that not a data breach that's like I'm questioning all this european right? regulations and everything yeah you're not yeah. allowed to give this information that's, that's the first thing they can that's a medical sure. record that's a medical record yeah. so so that's Edward, there is no actual obviously medical record of, of your health and different things around it but the fact that you're actually uh this person is a random stranger calling to the door, a fireman or firewoman, and he's basically saying, like, I see by the list here from the NHS, according to their sources, you haven't uh, yet got the, get the, the poison inside in you. So, um, you know, we're just here to assure you that everything's okay and it's fine. Um, I mean, that's, to me, that's just horrendous calling people's doors like that around the UK. Um, and telling them it's that's like, okay. It's like, why, why, did you, why did your house burn to the ground? All the firemen were going wrong making sure people got jabbed. You know. yeah it's, it's pathetic like we just stick to what you're, you're doing like you know it's like these actors and all these people now it's just like stick to your jobs your so-called jobs you have to stick to them and forget about all these jabs and if people want to take and take them that's their own choice but stop coercing people consistently to take these you know these absolute poison toxins into their body so yeah that's that's a bit on the, on the fire services and on the uk at the minute that um people should be aware of that they are uh, going around now knocking at people's doors <laughs> Yeah, desperation I know, times I know as well that uh, they're kind of pushing a kind of cashless society we've seen a few machines on that as well uh, 
Yeah, they are, of course, ever more and more. And uh, interesting, I've seen is, um, don't know when it got installed, was just a video I came across uh, the last couple of days of one over in America, over in uh, Virginia, actually, the state there. They've actually uh, had a cash machine, and there's a, there's a minute video I'll, I'll just insert it here and people can look at it for themselves. But it's quite a fascinating um, machine to look at um, and the possibilities that, uh, that come out of it. So I'll, I'll let people have a watch for themselves here. Okay, so here we have um the new atms here at uva credit union burkmar charlottesville virginia um looks like they're made by Song for the thing that looks kind of like um like the buildings there in wuhan um china um this looks like a, a bar to possibly scan your license plate or your vehicle um down here we have id card scan i assume for um vaccination cards um over here we have a palm vein Try scan, which looks everybody. like um, possible microchips. Um, and so what they're going to do is, is they're going to require mandatory vaccinations for um, all Americans and all of your children. And if you do not, you know, you know, comply with them, then they are not going to allow you to have access um, to your money. They will take your children. Um, you will not have any kind of benefits, but they will give you the option <laughs> to opt out to give you free will to make Martin it your own there, choice so i mean it looks like they're going to use the biometrics and everything so this could be a case of you have to insert your kind of uh, your vaccine passport to take out your cash because if you look at what's going on in uh, china you know how they can prevent people from actually not only flying mm. but uh, you know using public transport because of a social system this kind of looks like it could be something similar so yeah, it definitely looks very, very similar. And the name that's on it as well um, doesn't look like an it's American company. I could be wrong, but from the name, it looks um, some some part of Asia, possibly China, of course, as usual. So, um, yeah, it looks quite quite nefarious, um, if, if anything at all, whatsoever, and quite alarming. So that's, that's a bit on the cash machine point. Yeah, I know you, because uh, you used to be in uh, New Zealand before, so that was one that uh, you picked up on as well. I did actually, yeah, I often keep a close eye from time to time in New Zealand just because I gave a few viewers over there, so um, thankfully I'm not there at the moment anyway. And there's, like, you know, they're trying to put out stuff mandatory, but they have, they've just brought into law apparently as, as of last weekend, and that uh, absolute parasite in power, that Prime Minister uh, Jacinta Ardern, I don't know if it's a man or woman or what I'm supposed to be acting as anyway, but um, a pathetic um, excuse for a human she is. And she's basically mandating to people and bringing into law that, um, you know, as of last weekend, as I said, that you had the frontline workers will have to take it, be it airport staff, your maritime staff, and um, stuff like that, that they're just going to have to take it. And that's kind of it. And uh, there's one instance of a girl in uh, Hawks Bay uh, and the paper there, and she's basically, she says she works for security, a security company. And it's kind of a case of, well, they're, they're kind of coercing her to get it because they brought it into policy and now within the security firm and said that you must pretty much toe the line. You must get this um, uh, so-called jab into you or else, well, pretty much we don't have enough, any other options for you. You'll have to, if you don't tour line, you'll have to just basically you're out and that's it. You'll have to look for a job uh, elsewhere. So in other words, their policy dictates what goes in or out of her body. And because she refuses poison going into her body, her basically her job is on the, is on the line pretty much because um, I'll leave the article for people to read below if they want to go through it. And and there's also a quick video of a guy here as well uh, speaking over New Zealand as to what um, got mandated last weekend over in NZ. Hello folks, Grant Edwards here from NZ Street Preachers. Well, the New Zealand government from midnight uh, last night, so it's the 1st of May today, uh, they have um, made it law now for frontline workers, MIQ workers, um, cabin crew and pilots of the, the sort at airports, airport frontline staff, ports, so it's just so it's maritime as well as air, airline, 
um, government uh, employees, whether paid or unpaid, uh, must be vaccinated by today um, if they work today and are found out to be not vaccinated they will be fined um, four thousand dollars or imprisoned if it's um if it could be proven that they didn't know uh it's a one thousand dollar fine but i don't think there'll be too much of that so it's now a law it's um passed into our statutes if you want to look at our statutes in new zealand they are um at found at legislate.gov.nz i think it's legislate it could be legislation one or the other, you'll find it if you Google um, legislation.gov.nz, you'll find it. And it's the um, uh, COVID Health Response Act, somewhere along those lines. Just type that in, you can read it for yourself. Actually, I might, I might put a link in this video. So I also see, I mean, we, we reported uh, last week about all the different uh, side effects from the vaccine, but you've got an update on that one as well, yeah? Yeah, so as far as that goes, um, the CDC in America at the moment, they're obviously saying is uh, 4,178 Americans dead following experimental COVID injections. Death from COVID shots now equal to 20 years of recorded deaths following vaccines since 2001. And what's interesting down here is there is this guy here, um, he's Dr. McCullough. And what he said is, or what he is forced to base, Dr. McCullough is an internationally recognized authority on the role of chronic kidney disease as a cardiovascular risk state with over 1,000 publications and over 500 citations in the National Library of Medicine. He's the most published scientist in the history of his field. So what, and the little brief paragraph below what it says I found interesting was Dr. McCullough compared what is happening today with the experimental COVID shots, which is now have 4,178 recorded deaths according to the CDC themselves, with the last time a vaccine was given an EUA in 1976 during the swine flu pandemic. And he says in 1976, they attempted to vaccinate 55 million Americans with the experimental shot and it had a record of 500 cases of paralysis and 25 deaths. And so it was pulled from the market. So basically after 25 deaths back then in 76, it was pulled from the market, finished. Now in 2021, we've uh, almost as I say 4,200 um, deaths over there according to the CDC. And they're just amping it up by the day. No talks of rolling that back and stopping it. So... I mean, yeah, crazy. You can crazy add, times. you can you can multiply that at least by ten because not everybody. Oh, easily, easily, yeah. easily. That, that's only the tip of the iceberg. Or they are actually there's so we so much information on the amount of people that are saying so much stuff within hospitals are actually completely going unrecorded, uh, time and time again, and they're still, still screaming out to people, "Can you record it?" And not a chance is even getting near the system. So what that is is an eye opener. But as you rightfully said, you could easily multiply that by ten again, and you get very very close to what the actual accurate figure is. Then on top of that. Speaking of eye-opener, unfortunately, some people can't open the eyes with uh, side effects. Exactly, yeah. I know um, a report there as well, there's basically saying that 19,916 eye disorders, including blindness, following COVID vaccine reported in Europe. And more than 10,000 of those reports of eye disorders after the COVID shot are from the UK alone. So that's quite alarming. The best part of 20,000 eye disorders, and like we go back to what you said a minute or so ago as well, What's the actual read figure? If they're actually telling us what is just under 20,000 at the moment, can we multiply that by 10 again? I mean, and it's alarming that over 10,000 of those are from uh, the UK. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane and, times. And like the National Health Service in the UK as well, there's a, a nurse after coming out on that, yeah. Yeah, as well, actually, which is an interesting, the small article here I got off uh, worlddoctorsalliance.com. Um, I believe that came from the UK column, so I can leave that in the link below. There's a, I feel there's a video version of it there that people can look at. But it basically says, 
This senior NHS uh, board member, she warns that the government is now controlling the NHS and it is the government that is actually dictating that what the NHS should do during COVID emergency measures. She states that the result of the government's enforced COVID and vaccination policies can be described as genocide. Government messaging to our senior NHS colleagues is removing their capacity for rational thought and they're effectively being mind controlled to implement policies which in more rational moments they would challenge as wrong. Fear prevails and she and her board colleagues are being expected to tow an unwritten policy line set predominantly in conference calls with no written record. She warns that if her privately troubled colleagues do not speak out, your children will be next. So that's the top NHS board member uh, here in the UK and she's speaking out of genocide and your kids will be next and rightfully so. She's she's bang on the money of what she's saying there. So, And as she's saying that basically the NHS are not having a say, it's being controlled by the government. So in other words, the government, are, which we said months ago, the government are controlling what dictates and what goes on inside the place. In return, Sage Committee, which are over that, which I've documented on numerous occasions, which obviously goes back to the, the World Health Organization. So come and who, who runs that, of course, is, is Bill Gates. So I mean, etc., etc. You go back and you go back, and that's so that's what's what's going on with uh, with the stuff in the UK, and it's not just the UK. That's going on in many many other countries across the world as well. So yeah, yeah um, we and need I know we, we, we exactly, and I know we've uh, we're always trying to look for something positive. So I came across uh, this uh, this week the new Nuremberg Trials 2021. So just uh, like there was uh, an introduction is basically saying the judgment by the war crimes tribunal at Nuremberg laid down 10 standards to which physicians must conform when carrying out experiments on human subjects in a new code that is now accepted worldwide. This judgment established a new standard of ethical medical behavior for the post-World War II human rights area. Among uh, other requirements, this document enunciates the requirement of voluntary information consent of the human subject. The principle of voluntary informed consent protects the right of the individual to control his own body. This code is recognized that the risk must be weighed against the expected benefit and that unnecessary pain and suffering must be avoided. This code recognizes that doctors should avoid actions that injure human patients. The principle established by this code for medical places now has been extended into general codes of medical ethics. And I'm going to continue because, I mean, that in itself, we know just even from what we've said previously, shows that all the doctors and nurses that are acting as if like they're doing their job, you know, they, they become part of this. Um, permissible medical experiments. This is the Nuremberg Code, 1947. The great weight of the evidence before us to affect that certain types of medical experiments on human beings when kept within reasonable, well-defined bounds conform to the ethics of the medical profession generally. The protagonists of the practice to human experiment justify their views on the basis that such experiments yield results for the good of society that are unprocurably by the methods or means of study all agree, however, that certain basic principles must be absorbed in order to satisfy moral, ethical, and legal concepts. The voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent. I don't think that's happening at the moment. There should be oh. so that should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ulterior form of constraint or coercion, and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements 
of the subject matter involved as to enable him to make an understanding and enlightened decision. This latter element requires that before the acceptance of an affirmative decision by the experimental subject, there should be made known to him the nature, duration, and process of the experiment, the method by which the methods and means by which it is all, all to be conducted, all convenience, inconveniences and hazards reasonably to be expected and the effects upon his health or person which may possibly come from his participation in the experiment. And basically what's happening now, right? The Nuremberg trials, a team of over a thousand lawyers, because nobody's hearing this on the news because the news don't want that. They're all lies, they're owned by the big boys. So it's mm. good to hear this. A team of over a thousand lawyers and over 10,000 medical experts uh, led by Dr. Reiner yeah, Fulmick, yeah. Yeah, have begun legal proceedings against the CDC, who we discussed earlier, the WHO, World Health Organization, uh, and the Davos Group for Crimes Against Humanity. Uh, Fulmach and his uh, team present the faulty PCR test and the order for doctors to label any comorbidity debt as a COVID debt as fraud. The PCR test was never designed to detect pathogens and is 100% faulty at 35 cycles. All the PCR tests overseen by the CDC are set at 37 to 45 cycles, which we've stated mm -hmm. on previous uh, yeah. episodes. CDC admit that any tests over 28 cycles are not admissible for a positive, reliable result. This alone validates over 90% of the alleged uh, COVID cases, infections, tracks by the use of the faulty test. In addition to the flawed tests and fraudulent death certificates, the experiment vaccine itself is in violation of Article 32 of the Geneva Convention. Under Article 32 and the 1949 Geneva Convention, for mutilation and medical or scientific experiments not necessi necessitated by the medical treatment of a protected person are prohibited. According to Article 47, 147, uh, conducting biological experiments on protected persons is a grave breach of the convention. The experimental vaccine is in violation of all 10 of the Nuremberg codes, which carry the death penalty for those who seek to violate these. And wouldn't you love to see that now? Gates and all the others that have been pushing this and every single politician that have been just complying to everything, even though they know it's wrong. The mm. vaccine fails to meet the following five requirements to be considered a vaccine and is by definition a medical experiment and trial. Provide immunity to the virus. This is a leaky gene therapy that does not provide immunity to COVID and claims to reduce symptoms, yet double vaccinated are now 60% of the patients requiring ER or ICU with COVID infections. And you have shown that previously with uh, uh, what they plan. So we see that any of the, the people that have been vaccinated from the UK, they expect them to be the people dying most in the next wave that they're planning. Yeah. Um, Next thing is protected recipients from getting the virus. This gene therapy does not provide immunity and double vaccination uh, can, be, can still catch and spread the virus, reduces death from the virus infection. This gene therapy does not reduce deaths from the infection. Double vaccinated infection with COVID has also died, um, reduces circulation of the virus. The gene therapy still permits the spread of the virus as it offers zero immunity to the virus, reduces transmission of the virus, this gene therapy still permits the permission of the virus as it often zero immunity to the virus. The following violates, violations of the Nuremberg Code are as follows. Nuremberg Code number one, violation consent is essential. No person should be forced to take a medical experiment without informed consent. Many media, political and non-media persons are telling people to take the shot. 
they offer no information as to the adverse effects or dangers of this gene therapy. All you hear from them is safe and effective and benefits outweigh the risks. Countries are using lockdowns, duress and trust to protect people to take the vaccine or be prohibited to participate in free society under the mandate of a vaccine passport or green pass. During the Nuremberg trials, even the media was prosecuted and members were put to death for lying to the public, along with many of the doctors and Nazis found guilty of crimes against humanity. Uh, Nuremberg uh, Code number two. And the reason that I'm reading these, because we know that a lot of people are just listening on the audio, and but it's it's very relevant because we need a bit of positivity and it's just proving that everything that we've been told is lied. So Nuremberg Code number two, yield fruitful results unprocurable by other means. As listed above, the gene therapy does not meet the criteria of a vaccine and does not offer immunity to the virus. There are other medical treatments that yield fruitful results against COVID, such as ivermectin, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, and boosted immune systems for flus and colds. And we've known that none of them were pushing that at the start. In fact, they were banning them around the country, so which again proves that they're you know, doing crimes against humanity. Nuremberg Code number three, based experiments on results of animal experimentation and natural history of disease. This gene therapy skipped animal testing and went straight to human trials. In mRNA research that Pfizer used, a candidate study of the mRNA with rhesus macasus monkeys using BTN16 2B2 mRNA. And in that study, all the monkeys developed pulmonary inflammation and the researchers considered the risk low as these were young, healthy monkeys from age two to four. Israel has used Pfizer and International Court of Law has accepted a claim for 80% of the recipients having pulmonary inflammation from being injected with this gene therapy. Despite this alarming development, Pfizer proceeded to develop the mRNA from COVID without animal testing. Number code number four, avoid on unnecessary suffering and injury. Since the rollout of the experiment and listed under the CDC VAERS reporting system, over 4,000 deaths and 50,000 vaccine injuries have been reported in America. In the EU, over 7,000 deaths and 365,000 vaccine uh, injuries have been reported. This is a, a grievous violation of the code. And we've reported all these figures in previous episodes. Nuremberg Code number five, no experiment to be conducted if there's reason to think injury or death will occur. C number four, based on the fact Based medical data, this gene therapy is causing death and injury. Past research on mRNA also shows several risks that have been ignored for this current gene trial gene experiment. A 2002 study on SARS-CoV-1 spike protein showed that uh, they caused inflammation, immunology, immunopathology, blood clots, and impede antiogenin to expression. This experiment forces the body to produce a spike protein inherent, uh, inheriting all these risks. Code six, uh, risk should never exceed the benefit. COVID-19 has a 98-99% recovery rate to vaccine injuries, deaths, and adverse side effects on mRNA gene therapy far exceed the risk. The use of leaky vaccines was banned for agricultural use by the US and EU due to the Marek chicken study that showed hot viruses and variant emerge uh, making the disease even more deadly, yet this has been ignored for human use by the CDC, knowing fully that the risk a new deadlier variant emerging from leaky va uh, vaccinations. The CDC is fully aware that they use uh, a leaky vaccination facilities, the emergence of hot, deadlier strains, yet they've ignored this when it comes to the human. Nuremberg 7, preparation must be made against even remote 
possibility or injury, disability or death. There were no preparations made. This gene therapy skipped animal trials. The pharmaceutical company's own phase three human clinical trials will not conduct until 22-23. These vaccines were approved under an emergency use only act enforced on a misinformed public. They are not FDA approved. Not that we basically think the FDA is any good. Uh, number code number eight, experiment must be conducted by scientifically qualified persons. Politicians, media and actors claiming that this is a safe and effective vaccine are not qualified. Propaganda is not medical science. Many retail outlets such as Walmart and drive through vaccine centers are not qualified to administer uh, experimental me medical gene therapies and to the uniformed public. And we have shown that with Morgan, with Dolly Parton and all the others that have been pushing this in the last day in previous episodes. Code nine, anyone must have freedom to bring the experiment to an end at any time. Despite the outcry of over 85,000 doctors, nurses, virologists, and epidermologists, and just in case you didn't hear me, I said 85,000, the experiment is not being ended. In fact, there are currently many attempts to change laws in order to force vaccine compliance. This includes mandatory and forced vaccines, vaccinations. Experimental update shots are planned for every six months without any recourse to the growing number of deaths and injuries caused already caused by this experiment. This update shot will be administered without any clinical trials. Hopefully this new Neumenberg trial will put an end to this crime against humanity. Code number 10, the science must bring the experiment to an end at any time if there's probable cause of it resulting in injury or death. It is clear in a statistical report reporting data that this experiment is resulting in death and injury, yet all the politician, drug companies and so-called experts are, making, uh, are not making any attempt to stop this gene therapy experiment from inflicting harm on a misinformed public. What can you do to help to put an end to this crime against humanity? Share this information. Hold your politicians, medical doctors and nurses accountable that if they are uh, conflict, uh, that are, if they are conflicting the crime against humanity, that they too are subject to the laws set forth in the Geneva Convention and Nuremberg trials and, and can be tried, found guilty and put to death. Legal proceedings are moving forward. Ever, evidence has been collected and a large growing body of experts are sounding the alarm. So... I know it's a bit a bit much that I discussed it, but I think it is very relevant to what's going on. And every single point you can go, okay, they're breaking that. And why is it being allowed? So it's great that you have like 85,000 medical practitioners, 10,000 solicitors that are coming together to fight this injustice that's going on around the world. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And people need to hear more and more of actually what's going on. But I know in the meantime, the you know, what people do, because these could be dragged out for years. I mean, you know, and in the meantime, there's serious, serious damage being done. Um, uh, all I can say in the meantime, like we said, many, many podcasts, it just don't comply. Just simply don't comply. Have these things rolling in the background. That's all well and good. Um, but in the meantime, just just stop complying with the whole system. Um, at the end of the day, it comes back to your consent every single time. And if you don't give your consent, they can't, can't contract with you, these corporations. So... You know what? Not many people are aware of all that, of course, uh, that situation that um, they just believe there's kind of one law, one system, and that's kind of it. And some people who know there's another sort of law, they're afraid to step outside of it because of the, it goes back to the fear factor again, just like the fear has been driven for the last, you know, year and a half or so um, around the world as well. So people need to realize that as well. Just just step away from the, the whole system. That's it. It's criminality. Look at Jacinda Ardern in uh, NZ and many other uh, prime ministers across the world as well. Like, you know, the stuff that they're putting on their people. And uh, to think that they have, you know, lawful right um, over your body um, is just is next level, like, insanity. And um, people are kind of going, uh, yeah, but what can we do? If, if, even with that Hawks Bay job, people just to get together, 
see probably a lot of them probably want the vaccine, of course. But um, if a lot of them were to get together and say, well, we're all just putting down our tools in the morning, we're not working for your company or whatever. And it could be about 10, maybe 100 people working for the company, and many's working for that security company. They all stuck together. What can the policy do then? And the policy can just shove it right up their hole. They can do nothing with it whatsoever. They can just go, oh, okay, so yeah. And then we, once again, we see time and time again, the power goes back to the people. But people just keep giving it away, number one, and they don't know how to use it, the power when they have it. Because people are just so, by fear and intimidation, companies go, oh, well, it's the government says, oh, who's a fuck about the government? The government are not our, our masters or our guardians. People have to realize that. They're, we don't have controllers. And when you realize that small, simple concept, people might actually start like having a brain cell on active duty more often um, than they should these last year and a half or so, because um, it needs to needs to happen sooner rather than later but yeah it is it is long what you what you what you read out but it, it's valid at the same time as to what um people need to know about basically moving forward so and i think that kind of ends our half an hour or so this week for the episode <laughs> yeah, yeah so like yeah i mean everything that you just said it's like people are listening to all the information that's gone out there as far as i see is the wheel is turning the hamster's dead time to wake up that hamster because uh it's your life and you can't come crying to people going oh i'm infected or oh i've got this disease you've been told wake up and if there's people that like if you're awake and you know that there's family members or friends that aren't send them this episode maybe this might be the one that will actually wake them up because it's not being aggressive we're just stating facts that are actually out there and we always give the links so that you know how to do it so Listen, Chris, as always, really enjoyed it. And until next week. Same as Roy, we'll talk to you again next week. Cheers. So that's all, that's all for us. You'll find Chris on mindwars.uk. He's on mindwars on BitChute. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org and awakeningpodcast on BitChute. Please give us a five-star review. Give us a thumbs up. Share with your friends. Until next week, take care. See you then.